to the 10th episode of Contentino Digest. By now, hopefully your favorite social media newsletter and podcast for social media managers by social media managers. My name is Mark. I'm the head of marketing here at Contentino and I'm back with our social media manager, Vanessa, to talk about the social media news. Wow, we really need to rework the intro so it doesn't mention social media five times in one sentence. <laughs> yeah, I'm super glad to have you back here, Mark. And I'm even more excited because this week's topics are really interesting and I can't wait to discuss them with you. Oh, uh, okay. So what do we have here? Well, first off, we're going to talk about whether Facebook and Instagram really could be removed from Europe. Okay, that's a really big topic, though, but move on. <laughs> yeah. Then we have something we already mentioned in one of our previous episodes while it was in a testing mode, and that's Instagram story likes. And then, last but not least, Meta's VR world growth that is now at 300k monthly active users. Whoa, uh, beautiful. So let's get into it then. What's up with Meta wanting to leave Europe? Over the last weekend, several reports suggested that Facebook's parent company Meta may consider shutting down its services within the EU due to an ongoing legal challenge over how it handles EU user data. The problem is not in any way new. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this for years now. Yeah, it all started in 2020 when a European Union privacy regulator sent the company a preliminary order to suspend data transfers to the US about its EU users. The order was based on rising concerns among EU officials in regards to potential surveillance practices by the US government. The specifics of the perceived threat in this instance were not made clear. But the move did follow shortly after the Trump administration's push to ban several Chinese-originated apps from America, including TikTok, right? Exactly which wasn't successful, but we are not really sure how this all can go. There are seemingly less calls for concern on this front between the US and EU nations, given their partnership on most fronts. But even so, it is a lingering issue. And as Meta now notes, an official ruling on this case could be coming in the next few months, which could at least in theory, force Meta to reassess how it stores user data, which could result in it removing Facebook and Instagram from the region. But we don't even have to say that that will be a huge decision and a big loss for Meta. Of course, and it does seem more like posturing at this stage as opposed to something that Meta would actually do. But then again, in February last year, Meta did cut off all Australian news publishers from its platforms due to a dispute over revenue share, showing that it is willing to take big actions in certain cases. Okay, but that still isn't that big of a market as a whole Europe. More than that, Meta does already operate data centers in like Ireland, Sweden, I think Denmark, and it just recently applied to build another one in the Netherlands. So it's not entirely out of the question that Meta could align with any such requirements, potentially, if it had to. Exactly, but it would be a significant undertaking, and it could also limit user data analysis at a time when Meta is already dealing with reduced capacity on this front due to Apple's iOS 14 update. I personally think that a full EU shutdown of Facebook and Instagram seems unlikely. Facebook alone has like 400 million users in the EU, and it was the only region where it saw any significant growth in the most recent quarter. And that's not including Instagram. Well, even Meta has published a post explaining that it has no plans to pull its apps from Europe. But you'll never know. We just have to wait on their actions. We're definitely going to talk about this more, but let's move on to something more positive. For example, story likes on Instagram. So they really did it, didn't they? Uh, how exactly? Well, it was a sunny Valentine's Day. Oh, no, they did not. <laughs> of course. Isn't it just so romantic of them? Well, I know what you mean, but the word romantic wouldn't be my first choice. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit cringy, I know. But anyway, this new feature enables you to like any story in your feed. 
and let the creator know without having to start up a DM conversation. As demonstrated by Instagram chief Adam Mossery, now down at the bottom of your stories view in the app, you'll see a new heart icon, which when tapped, will send the creator of the story a like. So will it send a message or just show the like count in insights of the story? Story likes are not public and only creator will be able to see them. Creators will be able to view their story likes in their story insights with a small heart icon added next to the viewer's name in the view listing. And as noted, stories likes will not come through as a DM. So we are not suddenly going to get an influx of DMs as people used to function to react to your stories. That's actually really good. I'm not really a huge fan of receiving all the story reactions. I can totally relate, and it could be a handy way to increase stories engagement, while it might also add another signal for Instagram to use in ranking the stories in your feed and highlight those most likely to be of your interest. Will it like somehow increase the ranking of your stories? Instagram hasn't indicated that this is or will be a ranking factor at this stage, but you would assume that with another means of direct insight, Instagram will look at how it could utilize such to improve each user's experience. This does sound like YouTube's likes and dislikes system that they are using to rank the videos. And I don't even want to say this again, but isn't that yet another TikTok copy move? (laughs) Yeah, well, it of course also moves stories more into the line with TikTok style short video clips, which rely on user engagement signals for both ranking and engagement. Instagram already has this on Reels, and now Stories viewers will also be able to interact more easily, which could prove to be a valuable habitual shift. Wonderful. So it seems like a minor change, but in reality, it could have a big impact. That's right. And I would use this as a segue, because what at the beginning didn't seem as a big thing, and now is actually a huge thing, is Meta's VR world. So, okay, is it true that it passed 300,000 monthly active users? Isn't that crazy? I don't even know one single person in my life that would visit Meta's VR world, and there are 300,000 people already. I would. I own a couple of VR headsets already, but anyway, it really could become the next big platform for digital connections. It seems like it, yeah. And that future could be closer than you might think. With The Verge reporting that users of Horizon World, Meta's evolving social VR platform are rising fast. According to reports, both Horizon World and Horizon Menus, Meta's VR event space are now being used by a combined 300,000 people each month, a 10 times increase since the launch of Horizon Worlds in December. I mean, it's not that huge of a surprise given the jump in sales of Meta's Quest 2 VR headsets over the holiday season. But the, the next question then is, How much time are these people spending engaged within the VR space? Well, Meta hasn't provided expanded usage data as yet, though it did recently report that over 10,000 environments have been created in its Horizon World VR development space. You'd have to assume that those take some time to build. And assuming also that these weren't all created by Meta's own development team, that does suggest that some people are spending a lot of time in VR as it gradually evolves into a more critical engagement space. So should I be getting excited about Ready Player One kind of situation? It's not the full metaverse vision yet, the Ready Player One style transformative alternate reality where people can spend entire days drifting from one experience to another, but it is beginning to take shape. And as more options are added in and more developers warm to the VR space, 
it does look set to become an important connective tool for the future, if not the key platform that will supersede the current social media experience. I mean, people are already like living and sleeping in VR Minecraft, so I don't see this as far-fetched. It will be interesting to see how these integrations take shape now and how Meta is able to build essentially Windows into the Horizon environment with its current apps and platforms. Maybe it will be similar to Gaming World, where you'll be able to use your Meta avatar to explore the 3D space, like Fortnite or Roblox or Minecraft, as you mentioned, but aligned specifically to Horizon Worlds. That will then enable people to interact via alternating types of inputs, and that type of interactiveness will be critical to the future metaverse shift. Okay, but like, give me a number. Like, how long are we talking about here? You mean like, how long will it take to get to the Ready Player One world? Yes, please. <laughs> We are still in the early stages of this development, and Metas itself has repeatedly noted that it will take years, potentially more than a decade, to see this medium take full form. But you can see the outlines now, the elements that will be combined to create this new experience. And if it plays its card right, Meta will be both the architect and the host of the next shift. We know about the Horizon predecessors like VRChat, there are also some blockchain-built sandboxes too, but is there anyone of Meta's size that is currently trying to build something similar? Or is it possible that Meta's Meta universe will again be the lead platform that takes over the whole VR world? Well, again, it's still too early to say how it will all come together. But as it becomes clearer, it seems fairly obvious that Meta has a strong lead in the space and the capacity to become the facilitator of the next shift. We'll have to wait and see and hopefully we'll be able to report it to you, our dear listeners, in one of our future episodes of Contentino Digest podcast. To make sure you don't miss it out, please consider subscribing to our newsletter and podcast either on digest.contentino.com or on your favorite podcast services. Giving us a feedback in the form of a review would definitely be appreciated as well. Thank you for listening and hear you next week. Goodbye.